following broadcast may contain free thinking and open-minded discussion, ideas, skepticism, and adult subject matter. Topics will be discussed using adult language, sometimes gratuitously. Get ready to move the conversation forward. This ain't your granddad's news and comment show. This is I Doubt It Podcast with Brittany Page and Jesse Dallimore. Welcome to the show, everybody. Episode 836 of I Doubted Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Jesse Dollimore, joined today by the lovely, the talented, and the scholarly, Brittany Page. However, we are also I'm joined <laughs> in... Immediately stu- Silence! <laughs> Silence. Oh. The other guest must be... Okay. The other guest. You're not a guest. <laughs> Team Ian from the crumbling Twitter is also with us. Ian, thank you for joining us. Hello, friends. Good to be here. Return guest. Yeah. I, Multi. I, yeah, like number four, I think. Like the, you, ch- the you, challenge coin's in the mail. Yeah, you've been. Screen. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, just yeah. like the check. It's yeah, in the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you've been on twice solo. Yes. Once with your podcast co-host. Former podcast. But and yes. brother. Yeah, current brother. Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And then now. But there's an urge to bring it back, right? Bring a podcast back to life. Your there, former show, can it still be found? Uh, yeah, it could still be found. Save yes. us from the Jones. Yes, that's, that's gotten certain people in trouble lately, actually. But, yeah. <laughs> we but can talk yes, about that, we, too. We can, uh, which, which was kind of you, with a critical eye, listening mm-hmm. to and then commenting on episodes of save us from oh no uh pod save america, <laughs> pod save america yes pod save america with the with the johns john favreau and john lovitz and and, and john others john yeah. john john x uh yeah i mean like it was a loving critique of it but it, it drove us sort of insane as we were going through it and I, also i was having like a personal crisis as it was going on so you could kind of track where i was in my life as the episodes were being released it's so. not of- easy to do a podcast when you are in that situation Without it, well, I I would have to agree. <laughs> oh, is that a, I, is that a cancer nod? <laughs> no, it's just, well, there's just all kinds of things have gone on over the course of 836 episodes. Insane, yeah. And the answer is yes. That we were pulling the cancer. Card. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I but I loved your show because it kind of did devolve into <laughs> into. Bake talk. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. you and your brother fancy yourself fancy boys who bake. Mm, mm, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, this isn't this is an audio uh format right now, so you can't see me, but like <laughs> listeners, rest assured, I am very fancy looking. Um, He's a dapper, foppish fellow. I am very foppish. I sort of look like sort of every eighteenth century painting you've ever seen like, come to life. Not untrue. I mean, look. Not untrue. I mean, if you were clean shaven right now. Yeah, I'm a little and had a layer of white foundation. Yes. You would look like a in the court of Louis the Eighth or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, the, yeah, the king yeah, was yeah, in yeah. France. Like I, I, yeah, I constantly look like I am arriving to places on horses. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm uh, sort of. I, I own the largest scarf collection in Europe. With my, I'm a confirmed bachelor, obviously. Yeah, in this yeah. Scenario. You do want to bring a podcast back, though. You were you were talking um, about this recently yeah, that I you was, have this urge I to was podcast. Drunk and started tweeting, which is a great, <laughs> which is a great urge that I I encourage all of you to do. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I you want the life we have. I want. The, I mean, who we want to hear every word? Have. Also, so make sure you get right into that. Sorry, mic. I know I'm really bad. We'll at start this. creating good habits know, for this I next know, endeavor of yours. Uh, well, at least it's <laughs> it's at least the podcast is station or the or the mic stationary because the other one I was holding, which yeah. is even even worse. Uh, I was laughing about that because we had talked about me coming on when Jesse was uh, recovering, mm-hmm. and I I was I was I got a chuckle out of like oh yeah like. The, let me come on to the podcast where the person who's on it is known for this sort of deep, booming voice, this, this large <laughs> life presence, and then we'll, we'll introduce me to the audience, and I'm sort of, I, I'm, I don't know how to describe my voice exactly. Uh, it's, it's nasally, I sort of choke on certain words, I over-enunciate and under-enunciate at the same time. Like, imagine my levels are just completely fucked. 
So I apologize. And I think that we share a lot of similarities, and mm. one of them is crippling anxiety mm. and chronic insecurity mm. about a lot of things. A lot of self-doubt, because mm. that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> well, no, I'm also arrogant, so oh, it's, a, it's okay. a horrible yeah, It's a weird, he's yeah, got a weird yeah, yeah, dynamic yeah, yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, well we don't need to get into while that right we're now. While we're there, though, yeah. there's, there's probably thousands of people who haven't didn't listen to the early episodes with Ian on. Don't know mm. who he is, why so he's give here. Us a li- give us just a a 30,000 foot view of why anybody should give a single fuck about what you have to say. I mean, they I'm should. Teasing. I mean, they like, should. Give us your, a little bit of your resume. Like, uh, your okay. education, for instance. <sighs> All right, fine. Um, and, and do it in a real arrogant, I went to Georgetown kind of way. Oh, God. <laughs> um... <laughs> First of all, I'm a former college dropout, so um, with a with a with a, a, with, a, a with a master's degree, degree from Georgetown University. You don't yes. get to call yourself a college dropout. I, well, I, I didn't have a degree for a long time, but yes, I okay. I went to Georgetown. <laughs> I worked for the State Department. I was Foreign Service officer for a while, so I did have a fancy-ish job. Um, You're a smart guy. I mean, I mean, we wouldn't have you on the show. If you were just some dumb fuck who we know. No, no. Well, we might, well, but in this case, it's not the, that's not the case. No, that's true. No, and when we, but like, but we do have a good, like, banter dynamic, I feel yeah. like, that does help. Like, right? Like, there are a lot of smart guys you put in this. But that was one of the things I was thinking about, because you were asking me why I'd want to do a podcast again. And, like, Jonathan had all the talent. Like, Jonathan's got a very good voice. Yeah, He's yeah, a yeah. very good editor and things like that. The one thing Jonathan can't do is you put him in front of a microphone and he doesn't like he can't just fucking say something mm. it's it's always like very long and meandering that's why our episodes took like three or four weeks to get out because john had to edit <laughs> down everything uh i have zero natural talent but you can put me in front of a mic and i can talk that's, that's about it mm-hmm. you and me both yeah man you Absolutely. you and me both well and we had the idea for you to come on the show because twitter is going down right now as we speak because elon musk took over he's mm. now the owner of twitter and he's this he's this billionaire genius but suddenly he's you like, gotta do at least say you're doing air quotes he's crashing <laughs> this company into the ground within two weeks of owning it it's pretty miraculous i but- mean he, he did say something that's true and that is comedy's legal again and <laughs> yeah it has been it is. very funny this has been the funniest three weeks maybe of my life. Well, it yeah. is. But we met on Twitter. Yeah, yes. I think that's. Oh, yeah, that's where you were leading to us, and I took us completely away. I yeah. apologize. And uh, I followed Ian on Twitter randomly in probably like two, 2011 oh, yeah. or something. Yeah. And it was back in the day when we were atheists. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm still an atheist, yeah. but when we were like, you know, that was a feature of our personality. The new atheist. Yeah. Yeah. The, that was politics. Yeah. yeah everything yeah. was really centered on like, no, God doesn't exist. Christopher Hitchens was still alive. Yes. 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 Talk, yes. Talking about God as a, an angry dictator, a malevolent dictator in the sky. Yeah. Right. And we yeah. were yeah. still where we thought that like was a really important discussion to be having and yeah. an important question that people should be grappling with. Yeah. I think. I think we've all of us at this table have moved away from feeling like that's an important conversation to be happening without it well i mean now that there's the the absolute legitimate existential threat to the democracy from fascists and organized white supremacists it seems less important right? yeah. yeah so how, are you feeling like twitter is going to go away <sighs> that's a great question I, I i go back and forth i don't know where you guys have landed either I think it'll probably go down for a little bit just because that's where it's it's heading. I think it'll probably come back in some form or fashion. I just don't know. It'll be like 4chan? I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, Yeah. It's it's hard to say. It's. I mean, he is doing everything he can to take it down, and it has been a, like sort of a supernova. It's been fun and beautiful to watch. I have. <laughs> it is. I mean, I expected it to be a shit show. Yeah. But in no way did I expect it to be this much of a fucking flame out this quickly. Have you guys seen now? I don't know. I can't remember the reason behind it, but people are just posting full movies on yes, Twitter. Yes, because the oh, copyright, yeah. the copy, the automatic copyright content um, aware system is down. So people are like, all right, tweet thread. Here's the movie, whatever the fuck. Tweet one, tweet two, like down to tweet 150. Like just sections of a movie, yeah, it's two in, minutes at a time, in two minutes and twenty two second segments. Wow! I was watching nineteen ninety five Hackers today. Yeah, I, I saw Hackers. I, up I highly recommend. It was very fun. Wow! So 
okay, we don't know if it's going to go down. I've seen a lot of people saying, listen, Twitter isn't that great anyway. That's, Who cares? That's nonsense. Yeah, no. it's complete nonsense. Talk and shit. not even because that's where we met. And where yeah. would we be without knowing Ian? But it, it it brings the world together. I mean, activists have been able to find communities of, of like-minded people and change the world. And I mean, remember, the Arab Spring was large. I mean, it wouldn't have happened without Twitter. Yeah. And I would say this. Real-time news updates. Yeah, what you're saying is true, but I don't want people to get lost in the black and white of the issue. Is Twitter a shit show, and has it always been? Fuck yes. Yeah. But there's that other element to it that it is useful, and it helps organ activist groups and protest groups and people who are actually doing good communicate in real time with one another and that news element. It's right. It's very important, and it's a fucking bummer that the meritocracy-laden Elon Musk is just taking a big shitty dump all over it. Right. Look, he got there because he's really smart, mm. and, you know, like his his father having a, what was it, an emerald mine in apartheid yeah. South Africa. Yeah. Like, look, that, you know, that's, who amongst us doesn't have that, right? He was able to turn it around. Yeah, his brother's also a billionaire, but I'm sure he's also just a really smart guy. Well, he just so. had slightly, yeah. slightly bigger bootstraps than you were. Yeah, you were me. yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, <laughs> and it, what you guys were talking about earlier, like, yes, all that's certainly true about Twitter. But then it's also true that like it's a tool, of, like to you know the counter revolution stuff was used against it. Like, there's all sorts of dark stuff. Like, not only are like good organizers doing with bad organizers, sure. the white supremacists. So whether it's good or bad, I don't really know. I suspect it's overall bad, but I don't who's to say. But what it also is is very funny. And and like that is what I'm going to miss when it goes down cuz like just getting on there and seeing my pals and like bantering with random people like that's going to be hard to replace and that's why I don't like suspect Mastodon or those other places are ever going to really it doesn't have that sort of like uh that that sort of like insane hecticness that Twitter does. Where yeah, there's a certain are, culture to it yeah. that there no way is going to be able to just be transposed over and, and, and recreated. Facebook certainly fucking no way. No, no. I mean, there are a few other contenders right now. There's one called Post, uh, mm-hmm. Mastodon, which is like segregated by different servers, by interests, so you can't really connect with the world. It's, yeah, and you have to be nice on it, apparently. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, I'm out. <laughs> Also, apparently, there's the issue of Elon Musk bringing terrible people back to the platform. And, of course, we know the Twitter poll that he put up, should Donald Trump be allowed to come back on Twitter? And because Ian voted yes, <laughs> Elon decided... Everything's the fucking for the funny with you. <laughs> uh, you saw Trump's response, though, right? I did see it, where he's like, oh, I'm not coming back because... Well, he- he stands to gain like a third of a billion dollars I know, from Truth on Social. True Social. Yeah. So it's in his financial best interest, but I, I don't give it two weeks and he's back on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know, but it is funny at least that it is like it. all Musk wants to do is to be like a good reply or, or he wants to be a poster like the three of us. We're posters and like I suspect many of your audiences. Musk wants to be a poster, but he's not. He's a reply guy. And he's he's pathetic yeah. as a result. And so he did this whole thing hoping, like, Uncle Trump would see it and get all excited to come back. And Trump was like, no, you know, I'm good. Yeah. And because, like, Trump is a bully and he recognizes what Elon is and, you know, a weakling to be bullied. He so. is stealing people's jokes to Elon oh, about God. the Trump thing. Because Trump, I've seen a bunch of people saying that, like, the, the Green Goblin mask is, is like Twitter to Trump calling out to, to Donald Trump. Come on, pussy! Just put me on. Come on, just tweet, just tweet. Is that the good? That's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, pretty voice. good. And then Elon did it, except it's like a, a, a bottle of pills with a, someone in the corner, like oh, I just want my drugs. <laughs> yeah. He's just stealing the joke. Yeah, well, he's desperate to be funny. I've, desperate. I've, I've heard that. I don't. I don't know if that's and true, desperately but... unfucking funny too. Yeah. Well, when you're desperate to be funny, I think that happens sometimes. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, it, like he is. Yeah, you are right. Like people can smell the desperation. They can smell the desperation. <laughs> There's something like the 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 replying to all like the like most loser accounts possible with yeah. stupid fucking like rolling on the floor emoji laugh thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, he let. Uh, speaking of 
rolling on the floor laughing. LMAO is a classic symptom of narcissism, according to Jordan B. Peterson. And Jordan B. Peterson was allowed back on on Twitter. He's back. And ever since he was allowed back on, he's been tweeting like every five minutes because he has a lot to say, as we know. And uh, yeah. Not just Jordan Peterson, anti-Semitic Kanye, Donald Trump, the dangerous fucking fascist who, I mean, look, it may be funny that he's back on, but there's true dangerous implications that Absolutely. we face with a Donald Trump who used Twitter to plan the insurrection and the violence that came out from that. So right. who else, though? There's a there's a couple others he's let back on. Oh, that that fucking fake 13 inch neck boxer guy, the the Instagram douchebag, uh, oh, Andrew Tate. Andrew, Andrew Tate. Tate. Andrew yeah. Tate. yeah, he's back on. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can't leave Romania. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, because he's just, he keeps uh, trafficking women. So he has to, uh, uh, he has to stay there, but he's allowed on Twitter. Yeah. But, you know, comedy's legal now, buddy. So is it uh, an ethical, is it an ethical decision that people should make to leave Twitter? Like, should you be leaving, deleting your account because it's, it's turning into 4chan? I'll answer last. I mean, none of us are doing that. Like, well, I mean, let's, yeah, be, I guess real. let's the, be real. Like, yeah, I, well, I would. I'm choosing not to because it's kind of like, you know, you're and Ian will he'll find this funny, but you know, you're you're James Mattis's. There were certain figures in the Trump administration who really had it in their hearts, wrong or right, that uh, somebody, some responsible adult needs to be in the fucking room while this fucking psycho's at the helm, and. If we all leave and it just turns into a a fucking alt-right hellstorm, then I don't know. Maybe that I'm kind of talking myself out of it as I say it, mainly because of the dirty looks I'm getting for me in. But. <laughs> Is it because you realize that there's not a lot that you are going to be able to do personally well, that to argument pre- could to be pre- prevent that from happening. Yeah, that argument could also be made about voting. My vote doesn't really matter, but thousands of vote matters. And if we all stay, yeah, still, I'm not talking myself into it. No, I feel like it, I think it is. I think it is a decent argument. Why are you giving dirty looks, Ian? Why do you look so disgusted? I'm not disgusted. I mean, like, I, I, I am, <laughs> I, I do not buy the, like, well, we need a few decent people in the Trump administration, that whole, like, thing from 2017. Well, well, well what if there hadn't been the, 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 the small cadre of people like Mike fucking Pence who stopped the coup from happening. Yeah, but he did so much other just of outwardly course, evil shit. Of course shit. he so, did. Like, I mean, but there were a core group of people who fucking stopped an actual coup from happening. Well, I mean, one, I don't know if that coup would have been... I don't think it would have been successful anyway, regardless of what they've done, right? Because mm. it was disorganized. There was a lot. But, but, we can, but we can... we can. That's sort of academic, and we can kind of worry about that later. But I think my more, my, my broader point is like... Whether they stopped or not, I doubt it was for good reasons. It's because they sort of know that in order for them to maintain their power and maintain respectability within the government, and they mm. have seats in later administrations, and so they can release their fucking books, being like, "I was, yeah, I stood okay. athwart." So, so like they the, did it for self satisfaction They did the right thing for the wrong reasons, but the right thing still got accomplished. I mean, yeah, I guess you get point point points by default. Well, I'm not trying like, to give anybody fucking yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. What's that peeking out from your shirt? Is that a Mike Pence tattoo that we see right now? <laughs> That's my boner when we talk yeah, about yeah, Mike yeah, Pence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, did so, yeah. Does Jesse also call you mother? Or is that, uh... Did you see that Mike Pence endorsed uh, two election deniers, by the way? So he's like, he's making yeah. the rounds trying to promote his Did book. you see he, he was like, yes, Trump nearly... Nearly got me killed. And they're like, well, do you think he should run for president again? He's like, well, it's up to the voters. Yeah. It's like, you fucking loser. Yeah. You can't Total just say no. Even Bill Barr was just interviewed on Friday. And he's like, oh, yeah, he for sure. There's legitimate cause to indict him. All of this. Uh, and if he gets the nomination, yeah, I wouldn't rule out voting for him. Like, yeah, what? yeah. Who the fuck are yeah. these people? No, these people, like, they need to go away. They should not be listened to. They should not, like... Any rational society would parody, uh, shoot them to the moon or something like that. Parody, parody in the game. This leads us to, actually, a a perfect segue. I'm going to play the Paul Ryan clip. Mm. Because it kind of does, and I still want to talk about Twitter and and all of this, but Paul Ryan was interviewed this weekend about Donald Trump. And he he now has labeled himself not a never-Trumper, but a never-again-Trumper. 
And, Brave. But, but for all the wrong fucking reasons. That, that's the point. He can get his people through the primaries, but they can't win general elections. So what, it's really clear. I think the Republican voter is going to move on. That's why I don't think he ends up winning the, the nomination at the end of the day. I think we have a great stable of good, capable conservatives who are more than capable of winning this primary for presidency and winning the election. And I think Republican voters know that. So that's why I think our voters, um, ultimately, who really want to win, are going are gonna to give us candidates who can win. What will it mean to the Republican Party if he actually wins the nomination again? We'd probably likely lose the White House. We just did in 20. So I think we probably lose the White House with Trump. And if there's someone not named Trump, my guess is we win the White House. But but if I'm saying if he wins the general election, if he becomes president again, I mean, the way Liz Cheney has put it, it's like an existential threat to the country. I just don't think he's going to. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he'll win. He's just I think unelectable. That, I think he's unelectable because that suburban voter, you think he's more popular since the 28 election with a swing voter in America no, or less? No evidence of that at all. Yeah. But he does seem to have a hold on a good chunk of the Republican Party, whether or not it's a majority. Uh, we'll see. That's right. But I think I think he's going to continue to lose altitude because we want to win. And we know with him we lose. We have a string of losses to prove that point. And there are a lot of really good, capable conservatives who people, I think, like uh, that are more than capable of not only being good conservatives in office, but can win elections. As you know, the fear that Republicans have had, and this goes back to 2015 when he first announced, the fear that they have is that Donald Trump loses the primary, but then marches across the street and declares he's an independent candidate. Then he gives the left the country, and I think he would not want to be blamed for doing that. So you think that he has... The ability look, what, what to, I, I, look yeah. I don't I mean, talk to, to him, so to, I don't know what's to, going on in his mind. Yeah. Look, here's how I, I was not an ever Trumper. Uh, you worked with a speaker. I mean, I, worked, yeah, yeah. I, I was I, I governed with him and I'm very proud of those days. I'm proud of the accomplishments of the tax reform, the deregulation of criminal justice reform. I'm really excited about the judges we got on the bench, not just the Supreme Court, but throughout the judiciary. But I am a never again Trumper. Why? Because I want to win and we lose with Trump. It was was really cleared us in 18 in 20 and now in 2022 he's a never again trumper not because of the existential threat that white supremacy and insurrection and uh, fascism poses not for any of those reasons but for i want to win i want to win not to mention the fact that paul ryan doesn't know who the fuck Trump is after having been speaker with Trump for 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 a year and a half or two years or however long it was? Right. He doesn't know who the fucking base is. Oh yeah. He doesn't know how campaigning works. That if Donald Trump runs against name the fucking person, they're gonna crash and burn in a primary facing Donald Trump Absolutely. because nobody has whatever that magic dick face sauce is that Donald Trump has to work against him. No one has. Remember when Marco Rubio tried to be that guy? <laughs> Marco meant him, baby. And he got just fucking rolled over by Donald Trump. It's Sorry. <laughs> no. I, uh, Thoughts, Ian? I mean, many. First of all, what a fucking loser. Yeah. Just a loser. And, and that's not just me who's saying that. Like, if just knowing, like, the average MAGA voter as I do. Yeah. Like, they would hear this, like, listen to this cuck. Yeah. First of all, he says that Trump lost the election. We all know that's not right. Trump got the election stolen. Yeah. Right? Like, so, so like, his whole bullshit, his whole thing about, like, yeah, well, Trump would obviously lose, and all Republicans know that. It's like, no, they don't. And then the and the other thing, too, like, um, like, the whole, like, yeah, Trump would never run as a third-party candidate because he knows that would give the country to the left. He wouldn't want that on his head. Right. Trump doesn't care doesn't about Doesn't give policy. a single fuck about no, that. No, never. It's all, it's, it, like, he could, the, the idea, like, the Republican, like, uh, the Republican policies, uh, the Republican, like, uh, world, he doesn't give a shit. Well, he not would, only that, he wouldn't, if, it, if he did run as a third party, siphon off that vote. And give it to the left, as yeah, Paul yeah. Ryan calls Nancy Pelosi, the left. Right, right, right. Jesus Christ. Um, he wouldn't take credit for it. He'd be like, that wasn't my fucking fault. If blah, 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 all this litany of reasons, that's the reason, Abs- not my fault. Absolutely. Well, and he's, Donald Trump, sing- singularly focused on his own power. And so yes. he doesn't care what's best for the party. He cares about getting the most attention, making the most money. And that's it. That's it for him. Yeah. Well, he's doing a good job of it too with his. 
I mean, fleecing like a quarter of a billion dollars from from um, campaign donors. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first time any of his grifts have actually netted a lot of money. Right. That's sort of the really funny thing to me about him always is all his grifts would get him like a hundred grand or get him invited to like a Graydon Carter like Christmas party. Like it's always been the sm- like the smallest possible grift. Like, well, know. it's when you blend religion and America and guns and politics and all of that is it creates a, a cl- I mean, he's never been as effective at creating a cult as he is right now, and they're willing to give of their blood and treasure to Donald Trump. Well, apparently Trump is the first president since the Great Depression to lose the House, the Senate, and the presidency in a single term. Yeah. Did you know that? I well, did not. He, no. would, he would say, no, I yeah, didn't. He didn't I do was, anything. It was cheated. Yeah. It was rigged. Yeah. Well, it's, But we know the reality. And so would 66% of Republicans. Yeah. Two-thirds of Republicans... Believe that same way. And that's what Paul Ryan is failing to grapple with there is is the stranglehold that Donald Trump has as far as conspiracy theories go within the Republican Party. Well, let's, listen, let's not be naive. Paul Ryan's not a stupid man. He knows. That's why he was evading the question like he was. He just wouldn't answer. Well, don't you think that would be dangerous for the country? Well, I don't think he would win, though. He's not going to win, though. You know, yeah, no, yeah, not all that, blah, 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 blah. But he wouldn't win. He's not answering the question as asked yeah, it's because he knows the fucking truth. Yeah. And he's a complicit. He was a silent partner to Donald Trump's treachery uh, relative to policy, especially tax policy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they whine and they cry and they clutch their pearls about deficit spending. And then they give an insane tax cut and ran up one and one and a half trillion dollar deficits every fucking year of the Trump administration. So he can fuck straight off. Do you remember when they passed that Trump tax cut and Paul Ryan and Nate Silver gave some just kind of like annoying interview with him about it's like you like him or hate him, but like he's been he's been you know I've talked to him a lot and he was telling us that uh, he's been dreaming of this day since he was in college that yeah. he would get to pass this tax cut. Like what an absolute just lizard person like just just nothing like no part of that is is recognizably human that you're just like a 20 year old child he's like you know what i really want one day i'm gonna fuck over poor people and make sure that apple computers doesn't pay taxes yeah he's he's a slightly more likable ted cruz yeah i mean yes yeah by default i think that's right he's he's a he's a far less likable pete Buttigieg. Sure. I say that because I watched a, a Pete Buttigieg clip the other day mm. when he was a fucking kid, mm. and it was just a miniature version of him right now. The oh, voice was the yeah. same. the The grasp of policy and these higher. I'm not a giant fan of Buttigieg. Sure, no, I but know. Anyway, he, I, he, I sidetrack. He's like Brian Johnson in the Breakfast Club. He's getting a fake ID so that he can vote, <laughs> not so he can drink. Brian Johnson. Yeah. The is nerd. that the? Is that the? The nerd, the, in the little nerd kid. Yeah, I'm trying to think of his name. Did you point to me when you said nerd? No, no, he's got he three. He's got three names. He was pointing to you. If anybody is that nerd Anthony. at this table, it's me, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody here is that, yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah, me. Yeah. There, pal. Good, good save, man. Anyway, we're gonna move on. We're gonna get to the Patreon mid roll. But before we do, we invite you to call, invite you to communicate with the show, get your, your get your question on the record, get your comment on the record. 657-464-7609. Of course, you can email a voice memo from your smartphone to idoubtit at dollamore.com. I Doubt It is a listener-supported podcast. Support comes from our most loyal, engaged, intelligent, and good-looking listeners just like you via Patreon. Your support on Patreon for as little as $2 a month would help keep the conversation moving forward one podcast at a time. If you have a few dollars to spare each month, we invite you to help produce the show by joining the Patreon family. Please visit patreon.com slash I doubt it podcast. We would like to thank our new Patreon supporters, Ronald W. Ronald W. And Karen G. Karen G. Thank you so very much for your generous support on Patreon. We could not do this without you. We are... Again, preparing our end-of-the-year Patreon gift. It's going to be very good. We're very excited about it. If you become a Patreon supporter anytime through the end of the year, 
you will be entered in to get it. You get it automatically being a Patreon supporter. So yeah. that's all you need to do is just be a Patreon supporter by the end of the year. Pretty and easy. Make sure your address is correct, by the way. We mm. went through this last year. This goes for everybody, not yes. just new patrons. Everybody. Make sure your address is correct because we are going to be using the address on file with Patreon to send out the end of year gift. Also, we have new merch. We have new merch designs. We have abolished the filibuster designs on Teespring and... I don't care what the founding fathers said designs on Teespring. So holidays are coming up. You can always check out the merch store and we will link to that in the description. We love you guys. We appreciate you very much. We are going to, in fact, um, I said last episode that we we're going to be uh, getting back to the Patreon calls at the end of this month. And then because we're dum-dums who don't have traditional family and don't think about holidays like other people do. Uh, we are not going to do that. We're going to postpone and get back to the Patreon Hangouts on Zoom at the new year. Because at the end of this month is Thanksgiving. The end of next month is New Year and Christmas. So that is what we're going to do. And we invite you all to become patrons and take part in that as well. All right, moving on. Stalemocracy. Facing down pessimistic politics with realistic optimism. So on one of the last episodes, we talked about Kevin McCarthy being asked about Marjorie Taylor Greene and whether or not she would be allowed on various committee assignments. And he said, listen, Marjorie Taylor Greene wins her election. She did. She's just like anybody else. She's just like any other member of Congress. She's going to be allowed on committees. And now Kevin McCarthy is giving interviews with Fox Business Network, uh, Maria. Maria. Romo. And saying that he is going to be going after Ilhan Omar, Adam Schiff, and Eric Swalwell. Congressman, let me ask you about your decisions. Should you become the Speaker of the House in January? What are you going to do in terms of these Democrats that you have on such important committees? You've talked in the past about removing Elon uh, Omar. You've talked about removing Adam Schiff, about Eric Swalwell. Will you deliver? Yes, I will. I'll keep that promise. And one thing I said from the very beginning, Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the public sector. Why would we ever give him a security clearance in the secrets to America? So I will not allow him to be on intel. You have Adam Schiff, who had lied to the American public time and again. We will not allow him to be on the intel committee either. And you look, Congresswoman Omar, her anti-Semitic comments that have gone forward. We're not going to allow her to be on foreign affairs, but we're also going to stand up to what's happening not just in the halls in Congress, but what's happening into our higher education institutions, the anti-Semitism that's going on on these campuses and others. We will investigate that as well and stop this to make sure that America does have the freedoms that we said we would keep and that we will stand up to it as we move forward. All right. we. I'm just confused about Eric Swalwell. Like, I get, like, I get... You know the conspiracy theory around him, right? No, actually. So there was a Chinese... Spy, uh-huh. they call her Fang Fang. I, I don't. Oh, I think her is... Michelle Fang or something was yeah, her yeah, name. Yeah, this is starting to. And the the right says that he was having sex with her. Uh-huh. That is not true. Although she did have sex with other politicians because she was, you know, um, I don't know if it was a, a legit honeypot type of operation, yeah, yeah, yeah. but she did work his her way into fundraising and 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 maybe was an intern on the campaign okay but she was found out because the FBI came to Eric Swalwell yeah. and said hey this is going on yeah and he was like oh shit okay cut bait fire her yeah. got rid of her there was no sex there was no uh, he was not compromised in any way. I mean, you can say what you will about Eric Swalwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, this yeah. is starting to come. But like, he's such like a, a middle of the road, like yes. centrist. Guy. Like, to the idea that like that guy is going to be an animator for them is very funny to me. Well, that's- it's just interesting that that's his line in the sand. He well, one, he's lying about Eric Swalwell not being able to get a security clearance. Yeah, he's lying about everything he just said there. Every single thing he said. Including Um, Ilhan Omar. Yes. Well, he's talking about uh, Ilhan Omar being anti-Semitic. It's all about the Benjamins. 
back in the day. Right. That's that's what they reference is, is her anti-Semitism. When right. Marjorie Taylor Greene has been relentlessly racist and anti-Semitic, wasn't she talking about some sort of conspiracy about Jewish space laser, lasers or something? Oh, yeah, God, starting, starting all about that. Yeah, God. starting fires. All the forest fires in California were started, according to Marjorie Taylor Greene, prolific dum-dum, because the Jews have lasers stationed in space, and they fire these high-powered lasers down into the forests, causing fires. Right, they control weather. Yeah. I, for, I forgot all about that. That was She also, remember, had to apologize that wearing a mask is just like wearing a Star of David mm-hmm. during the Holocaust mm-hmm. and during mm-hmm. World War II. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Ilhan Omar, Marjorie Taylor Greene, even playing field. Yeah. So and Kevin- then, of course, well, let's talk about the other one, which is Adam Schiff, who was the chairman of the fucking Intelligence Committee, who didn't lie. He's a, Listen, again, he's another guy. You can say what you will about him, but he's not a fucking liar. Yeah. He he told it like it was. He was on the uh, the House impeachment panel on the 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 the, 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 the prosecution team, and that's why they don't like him because Donald Trump doesn't like him. Well, I thought this tweet was funny because uh, someone retweeted a news article that said GOP wins slim house majority, complicating ambitious agenda. And uh, Alex Blagg wrote, RIP to their ambitious agenda of sending Hunter Biden to the Hannibal Lecter prison (laughs) and overturning MLK Day. I mean, this is really what it is about for the Republicans is they have these personal grudges, these personal um, fights that they're in that they want to work through. They don't actually want to improve people's lives. They don't have any legislative priorities except for Hunter Biden's laptop and attacking trans people, which then results in uh, terrorism and people dying. Right, Colorado Springs yesterday. I will say this about the Hunter Biden thing. One, I think he's shady. I think earning $500,000 for your paintings is... It's it's dealing in your influence and your last name. For sure. Which is not, maybe not shady, but it's a little gross. Sure. Well, this right? is upsetting Ian because he really likes Hunter And then Biden. the other thing he is. He thinks he's a cool so, guy. So, so he, all mean, that to say, cool all that to say, I don't give a fiddling fuck if he's convicted or not. I don't care. I don't care. But is that the guy you want to go after who's just, who's addicted to drugs and is, is, I, just living his his crazy drug addict life. Well, what's so funny about it? To your point, right? Like the ambitious agenda, which again, hilarious, like a hilarious thing to say, and like it, it's just you know on like you know he's here for the funny. You're here I for mean, the joke. I mean, like you got, <laughs> look, Gallo's humor is important, but like. Hey, I have cancer. Tell me about it. Wait, you have cancer? You I never, have it. You never talk about it. Yeah, well, here, let me let me break it down for you. Ian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please. <laughs> uh, but, like. on top of the fact that it's like nothing their agenda is nothing it also doesn't even work in terms of elections that is the really funny thing to me about all this like they like they should have won way more like if you look at the inflation numbers if you look at like the underlying state of the economy and everything else and just the historical trends and the historical trends absolutely right like it should have been a drubbing and the fact it wasn't was because these these fucking weirdos yeah. are running around yelling at you about pe- like children's genitals and Hunter fucking Biden. They released that video of Hunter Biden where it was just Biden. Call- it was like we got him. We got the phone call that proves it all. It's just it's it's Joe just being like, "Hey son, like I love you. Like a fucking good dad. I love you. We'll get through this." Something that like I'm just tens of millions of people are yeah. dealing with every day. Yeah, like it made Biden look so good. So, so let me ask you. Yeah, do you think? I have my opinion on it, but do you think that they are just catering to the loudest portion of their base, which is a a fringe? Their base is not fringe. They're all fucking crazy. But the the loudest among them are the ones who are invigorated, Mm. energized by the Hunter Biden shit. So are they just placating that, that tiny segment or however large it is, or are they... Do they really think it's going to get them traction? I read a good article on this by Alex Perrine a few years ago that like really kind of um, crystallized how this works, um, and at least for me. And like his argument was basically like around the early '90s, 
like very cynically, they set up Fox News because they to kind of work up the rubes. Because so the rubes would vote for the people they wanted to, and they would use culture war issues and all these other things. And if they didn't, they like they didn't believe any of this stuff because they're like rich New Yorkers, whatever. But they knew this would get them their tax cuts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But then they started getting old. The people who set this up, and what do old people start watching? It's Fox News. Yeah. It's all this other stuff. So then they start getting caught in the own like thing that they've created, and it becomes this you know snake eating itself. So the answer to you is, I think both. I think it is cynical, but then I also think like they're in this weird fucking echo chamber. And if that's all you do, if your one input is insanity, it's going yeah. to melt your brain. Yeah, I also think Kevin McCarthy is a fucking dullard too. I mean, he's not a skillful tactician like. Mitch McConnell is. No. Because Mitch McConnell is a sinister fucking goblin of a human being, but he is smart as fuck when it comes to how to destroy America. You know (laughs) what I mean? Where Kevin McCarthy, he's no Nancy Pelosi. No, and they said that, like, all the smart Republicans in the House, like, are intentionally not taking that job. You have, what, like a three-seat majority, something like that, eight-seat? It's something tiny. No, no, it's not even – if it's three, they're lucky if it's three. I, uh, is it, okay. yeah. yeah, I know. Very, stuff very is still, slim. Yeah. It's a t- so, like – A couple of old fuckers die, and we may have the majority. Exactly, back. right. So, like, keeping that t- that coalition together – And I mean by natural causes – people not yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, some yeah. maniac yeah 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 you gotta clarify jesse's not winking <laughs> uh, i don't no. think we need to worry about that in the audience yeah but well as ian knows it's not just it's not just positive friends who listen to the show let's talk about that because that came sure. up at the beginning and that is twitter related and we moved away from that really quickly but you had a now congressman. I did congressman uh, elect yes on your your podcast which mm-hmm. is now defunct but you can bring it back there's still time don't worry Mm. and something that you said on the episode was used in an attack ad is that right yeah congressman elect chris deluzio who's a very good friend of mine i grew up with him and i've known him for years he came on at the time yeah he he skipped poker he skipped poker. You yeah. skipped poker. That is true. I to skipped poker. To go dine yes, with this fella. Yes, yes, I Priorities. Did. This is some fucking bullshit I, audience. I did. Now, Jesse was very upset with me. <laughs> I, I, uh, he mentioned, he, did you guys know he has cancer? Because that was mentioned <laughs> as well. Uh, um, no, my friend won, is a congressman now, and he's he wanted to get dinner, so I went and got dinner with him. And uh, he came on my podcast two years ago. As a, like he was working for a University of Pittsburgh at the time as sort of an election expert. So he wasn't running yet. He was not running. No, we were we were just just as an election expert. We brought him on. We were talking about election stuff. Um, well, I mean, ostensibly his election stuff. He has an Italian American last name, as you can tell, Deluzio. So I spent the majority of the podcast just being like, "So Italians, what's up with the the, the track suits and the chains?" <laughs> Why do you guys call Cap Capicola Gabagool? Like things like that. <laughs> because your show is very funny, cutting well, uh, tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's also, that- you've watched a lot of Sopranos. You understand the culture, correct? Yeah. Gabagool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was I was like thirty one when I found By out the way, it was Capicola. After you tell the story, I want to know what his answer was about the Gabagool. Okay, I'll get. To- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, was that part used in the attack? Ad? It was not, though. <laughs> That's probably why he won. Um, but so years later, two years later, and two years later, some just like God knows what, like this twenty-year-old, completely chinless college Republican, had to listen to, like, listen to every Oppo research. Yeah, 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 listen to every interview Chris has given, and Chris. Uh, I love the man, but he's a very careful speaker. Like he's he's always very like aware of what he says and who it is too. He got a little casual with us, I guess. I, I wouldn't even say that, but like he said on our podcast that he was uh, taking cues from Bernard Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. That's the literal quote. There was context there. It wasn't he was literally taking cues? Yeah, yeah like yeah. it was just you know he was just talking. And yeah, so there's a tack that was cut with. Uh, him saying exactly that. It's like liberal college professor Chris Deluzio. It shows him like kicking his like Birkenstocks on the table. Um, <laughs> right. And, and he's, and the, the, yeah, it says on the little bottom, save us from the Johns. You can hear me going, mm, as he's saying it. So, <laughs> That's, uh, you're famous, I'm dude. in there, man. Wow, that is amazing. So, you yeah. were in a losing campaign ad. I was, yeah. They spent a lot of money on that one. They spent millions and millions of dollars to try to knock him out. So I love that they were listening to your podcast episode. Like there's going to be something in here that's gonna sink him we're gonna get him this is it 
Yeah, no, I mean, like, Jesse, you were very sweet earlier, but I, but what you meant to say is I had a very stupid podcast, so the idea that someone... I liked your fucking I show! Mean, What's that say about me, then? I mean, that you're a good, you're a good friend. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Egregious. It turned into an attack on I you. I know, I don't know how would this happen. Yeah. It didn't, I said I'm trying nice. to convince you to start up again, I, okay. and this is the treatment I, I get. I, I, I can't do, I can't listen to a pod, that podcast anymore. I, I, it was driving insane. I would love to start a podcast. I don't know what the hook would be other than, and like, unlike you guys, uh, doing homework is hard for me. Uh, I'm not. Well, that's, that was the problem with your show. Even yes. like when I was a guest on your show, it mm. was... You got to listen to a fucking episode of Pod Save America. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have, I don't hold, I, I, I don't uh, view the them with the animus. same derision that you do. I didn't even view them with derision. It was more like trying to help them along, you know? <laughs> yeah. A nice little pat on the back. In a snarky snark, snark, snark. Well, I mean, I've way. got one speed, man. Yeah. What yeah, do you expect? True. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, I think the homework thing is, uh, so w- would you want to do it with your brother? Yeah, we have a good dynamic, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, and it works well. Um, and he's smart about social media. Well, you are too, but I mean, he's, there's some... He's professionally smart. About yeah, there's it. some yeah. Uh, secret sauce bullshit that he's tapped into that I'm not tapped into that I would love to pick his giant He's, he's dome. older? He's What's younger. That? He's, oh, he's younger. younger. Yeah. yeah. Everyone thinks he's older, which he gets very upset about. Well, we can edit that part out. No, leave it in. No, you gotta leave <laughs> that one in. He's 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 uh, less foppish than you. He is. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's yeah. very diplomatic. Yeah. L- less of a dandy. Less way less dandy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is he more of? Would you say more of a dog owner? A more of a dog owner. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. a safe answer. Yeah, I like your brother. Star. I like oh, yeah, your brother a lot. Great. Yeah, yeah. I, we're... I say that because he'll be listening. Oh, he will be listening. So, Jonathan, we'll talk off pot, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? We've been talking a lot about comedy. Ian, you're a fan of comedy. And we actually it's have a great segue. We have an expert that's going to weigh in on how comedy should be and, and how comedians should comport themselves in this day and age. I cannot wait. My feeling is, is if you're a comedian, <laughs> you got in it to. Adam Carolla, everybody. Hell yes. My feeling is, is if you're a comedian, you got in it to say what you wanted to say. And if you're curtailing that in any way, especially because some woke a-holes are going after you, then you're a coward and you've given in to the mob and you become a comedian to push back against the man. And the man is not Ron DeSantis. The man is the woke mob if you're a comedian. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, here's what I I love about Adam Carolla because I was a huge Loveline fan. Mm-hmm. I listened to Loveline all the time when I was a kid. Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew, I called them my pseudo parents because yeah. I learned a lot of my life skills from them, unfortunately. Sure. But they were more normal back then. I think so. I think, yeah. And he's been telling the same jokes since he was on Loveline when I was a kid. I mean, he's doing rich man, poor man on his Twitter still. Right. And he talks about going to community college still. I mean, like he's in that his it's 50s. high school with ashtrays. Got, yeah. got him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his main thing this entire time, ever since he was on Loveline, is that he he didn't go to school. He like, you know, took some college classes at community he's college. He's bootstrap guy. Yeah, and that he's just smart enough. He knew everything already. Like he didn't need to go and learn about anything. He just knows the right things instinctively, intuitively. Yeah, <laughs> right. And that's why everyone should listen to him. Yeah. Well, what's strange about it is and it just struck me as he was saying it, he he's going to the woke mob being his punchline and talking about being against the man. But he's getting his fucking woke mob punchline from the man. That's he it's a programmatic fucking thing that the Republican Party they they, they fabricate these culture wars and he's just hook line and sinker. Oh, yep, that's what I'm gonna talk about. I also liked when he was like, Yeah, you're in comedy and you're a coward. You you you're worried about what some a hole says. Like you can't even say asshole. <laughs> you fucking pussy. Yeah. You're so scared to do that. Right. Like, fuck off. And he's he's on cable news. He could say what so, he wants. Yeah, he say what he wants. He was with Tucker. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, T- Tucker would be yeah another another anti elite. Uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Swanson heir to the Swanson frozen food fortune. Well, I looked into it, guys, and it's undisclosed. We don't know how much of the Swanson money that he actually got through his wife. 
So how many people do you think Swansons have personally killed through their food? Like honestly, like with all the microplastics in there, that's probably why you have cancer. <laughs> oh, you yeah. probably had too many. Yeah. Well, we boycotted Swanson a long time ago. Also, Ian, how fucking dare you that you think I'm eating frozen vegetables? I j- You've eaten my cooking. Not, you think I'm using I, frozen fucking Swanson bullshit in this I'm, house? I'm not saying present day Jesse Dolanmore. I'm just meant more like sort how of dare young. you, sir. I always thought the Swanson, because I would see the Swanson truck, like, go drop off food to my neighbors. And so I thought it was a rich person thing. Was it not a rich person What's a thing? Swanson that's truck? Not, that's swans. Schwans. That's not Swanson. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, swans. What are these words? <laughs> so in Idaho, and I'm sure- Is this maybe an Idaho just, company? No, maybe it's just a Western thing. Um, but I've only known it in Idaho, where they have these- these tan truck freezer trucks that go neighborhood to neighborhood mm. and they sell frozen meat and frozen foods and frozen out of the trucks and it's schwans. That's mm. kind of nice actually. Yeah, not not That's a false memory that I had. Not Swanson. Yeah, I was like that's like a rich person thing. So Swanson is is what got huge because they maybe it's bird's eye. They invented the TV dinner, right? They no they invented the the freezing process to quick flash freeze vegetables to keep them fresh yeah. and, and edible. But all frozen dinners are Swanson, right? The big ones. The big I'm pretty ones, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was saying. I meant like kind of young, precocious little Jesse. <laughs> that's my picture, kind of running home. You know. I think I'm still precocious, just slightly older. Well, I you. said young precocious. I didn't say it wasn't mutually exclusive. I don't know if I was precocious then. I was the I was the Anthony Michael Hall trying to get a fake ID to vote. There's Were no, you? No, 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 I mean, I yeah. was certainly thought I wanted to be president of the United States as a fucking... Sixth grader, mm. I was that irritating little prick. Yeah. Ian, have you seen The Breakfast Club? I have. Okay, who, which character do you relate to the most? It's Anthony Michael Hall. No, fuck off. It's it, not Estevez. <laughs> no, unless it's one Estevez. of the women. It's not Bender. No, maybe it's the teacher that was yelling at the one kid. <laughs> the like, principal, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's you're the janitor, that's, that's bro. That's the energy. You're the you're, you're the Carl. janitor who was super super popular in high school. Yeah, and now he's the janitor. Okay, looking through all the teachers' personnel files. Yeah, and shit. It's yeah, clear. yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not Carl. Don't worry. No, I, I definitely did peak way too early. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I think I was Bender most of the time. Yeah, I think Just so. I didn't outwardly appear like I was Bender, so it was kind of like a sneak attack Which situation. one's Bender? He's the troubled I've, one. I've seen this once. Yeah, so. he's the troubled one. Was he the one who's the cigarettes for Christmas? Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> yes, definitely. I was actually a cross between the Estevez and the Anthony Michael Hall. The wrestler and the nerd kid. Oh, I see. So we only yeah. have contemporary film references on this show. Obviously. It's, and yeah. also Jesse gave himself such a compliment just there. He's like, I was like the warrior jock, <laughs> the warrior poet kind of thing. I was uh, I wasn't I was, a poet. I was a jock, but I was secretly very smart and, uh, and learned. You just fucking nailed it, dude. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. who I was. You were doing a great Simpsons character voice. I can't remember which one right now, but it's exactly one of the Simpsons characters. I'll never forget. One? This is off the rails now but that's fine. This is what it is. You invited uh, me on, man. Yeah. <laughs> the first time we ever had you on and it was off pod and you were like ap- talking about your voice in an apologetic way, mm. comparing it to Ben Shapiro, Yeah, which does not, you are not a Ben Shapiro-esque. Yeah, no, listeners, I I, I, I am over five foot seven, I promise you, but, but go on. Over six foot. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a little guy compared to me, but well, thank you for calling me little. That's you know, whatever. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, you can't, you can't, like, you can't stop bullying. It's like it's, it's just you see me and you just sort of immediately like, where's the nearest locker? See, that's the Emilio Estevez. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, t- what, my favorite part of that story is we were out at a concert beforehand, and you were telling that story, or maybe I was telling. I don't remember. We were sitting there with some guy at dinner before, and when you got to that point, the Ben Shapiro point, and the guy like stopped what he was doing. He plays like, "That's exactly it. That is who you sound like." This whole night, I'm just trying to figure <laughs> oh, out who you sound like. You mean a couple months or yeah, a yeah, month? Yeah, yeah. I guess it was a couple months ago because it was after cancer diagnosis. There, ever, all everything's in reference to when I got diagnosed and healed. That's yeah. how we all are doing it, buddy. It's BC, yeah. 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 In your private life, I'm sure, like at dinner with friends tonight, you're like, oh, no, that was before Jesse got. Okay, well, yeah, that's right. That's, right. I, that's how I clock time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was, uh, those are the before times. You yeah. don't talk fast enough to sound like Ben Shapiro. You got to speed it up. That's true. Yeah. That's you got to speed it up I, quite I, a bit, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm yeah. a bit of a slow. Yeah. 
So there is another element to this. We're getting back to the to the actual show and the dollamocracy segment, everybody. <laughs> is you've got your Paul Ryan, mm. who is just completely ignoring the actual threat that would be posed. Well, just is posed by Donald Trump being still in the system of politics to begin with. You've got Kevin McCarthy, who is ready to enable a new ranking of fascist and fascist enablers in committees across the spectrum in the Congress. And you've got Donald Trump in his campaign announcement and continuing on to say that he is going to call for the death penalty, the death penalty for those who deal drugs. Responsible for death, carnage, and crime all over our country. Every drug dealer during his or her life on average will kill 500 people with the drugs they sell, not to mention the destruction of families. But we're going to be asking everyone who sells drugs, gets caught selling drugs, to receive the death penalty for their heinous acts. Because... It's the only way. We don't need any more blue ribbon committees. We don't need, I don't like to say this, and I don't even know if the American public is ready for it. And a lot of my people say, please don't say that, sir. That's not nice. They kill 500 people each on average. And if you don't do this, (laughs) in China, when I was with President Xi, I said, President, do you have a drug problem? No, 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 we don't. He looked at me like I didn't know what I was doing. He's doing like the family guy made right there. Like, what is he doing? No, no, no. Okay, it's not even possible to determine what he's saying how would you determine that a every drug dealer in this country on average kills 500 people well, clearly they polled all the drug dealers they know how many people have you killed like a, like a drug dealer knows the people they've killed like they're putting an apple air tag on each pill that they and then they're like sending it out right. and getting a report back on <laughs> if little, it ends up they, in a they dead do a body tear tattoo every single time also yeah. it's strange credulity listening to donald trump talk about the destruction of families of these people mm-hmm. it not only does it kill the pe- person who buys the drugs from the person it also destroys their family the same guy who said he wanted to kill terrorists and their families to send a message to other terrorists. I wonder if there's another way to eliminate the problem of drug dealers. I wonder if there's... It's called legalization. I wonder if there's another way. Not decriminalization. Legalization. Interesting. Look, my man is in his Duterte moment. And <laughs> I, I, what I, a couple of things struck me about that. One, very low energy. Did you say Duterte moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodrigo Duterte. Rodrigo, right? I think so, yeah. Philippine president is uh, Ian's. You, you can't go with deep cuts. You got to kind of Former president. Yeah, former yeah. Philippine president, yeah. He- a monster. Like, uh, allegedly, I don't need to say allegedly, fuck him, like, threw people out of helicopters into the ocean to die. A yeah. crazy fuck. Yeah, and when he came to power, he came to power on a um, <laughs> on a, a promise to just murder every drug dealer in the Philippines. and He started doing it. He damn near got close. Yeah. Like, there was a lot. Um did it eliminate their drug problem? No, shockingly. They, uh, it's still there. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I did like he had a little cocaine sniff as he was going through that. A lot of that. sniffing yeah, with the Trump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But very low energy. This low was energy like jab. low energy jab. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's we uh, the entire night. I mean, Brit- I did a video the next day where I quoted a tweet from Brittany where she called him. A low energy jab during the speech. So yeah. I, I might have stolen that from you. I, I just don't think he has it anymore. I think he's... One people were like psychoanalyzing him, like he's depressed now because he doesn't have the power that he used to have. That he's like a sad guy Maybe, going out there on stage. But also, like we know now that that we've seen him without this spackled makeup on. Mm. Like we've seen the 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 ghoulish, like deteriorating. He's just evaporating into the fucking ether in his golf clothes. <laughs> he's got that great vagina neck now. It is waddly, really. It's really very very waddly. I mean, it is Thanksgiving. Listeners, the the visual, I promise you, is even better than the audio. (laughs) Sweepy Uh, is so weird. (laughs) One more time. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's, uh, but listen, it is, and there's jokes, and there's going to continue to be jokes because he's fucking hilarious, but he's also fundamentally, instinctually a dangerous fucking guy because there's, 
a, a vast portion of unwashed, uninformed, low information, poorly educated voters who swallow anything he will deliver down their throats, Ian, if you... Yeah, 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 to keep that metaphor going. Um, yeah, and it, I would say more than that, too. Like, there's a whole, basically, on both sides of this point, like, people have sort of given up on politics and are able to give us anything better, like, a better life. Like, that's gone for most people. But what Trump represents to these people is to make the people they hate mad. Yeah, no, well, yeah, I would I would piggyback off that. It's not only making the people that they hate mad. It's, well, if I'm going to be miserable anyway, the people I hate. Yes. Look. If I'm going to be bad news, then them blacks, they better be worse off than me, yeah, yo. Absolutely. I mean, they better be real terrible. That's Ab- It's the same kind of 80s politics that, um, or the same politics as the 80s politics of Reagan with Atwood. Yeah. Uh, or at, what the fuck, Lee Atwater. Yeah. Yeah, Lee Atwater. Um, Lee Atwood's the... the Lee Greenwood is Lee the Greenwood. fucking dick, yeah, yeah, dick yeah. face. Uh, I, I love America guy. It's falling apart. It's been falling apart for a long time. Swanson, Schwans, Schwans. After nine eleven, at my high school, that that song, like, what's the song called? It's America, like, um, um, God bless God, the USA. God bless the USA. Yeah, yeah. They played it on our loudspeaker every fucking day after nine oh eleven until I swear to God March. At your high school? Every day we'd come in and be like, stand up. And that's from the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee. It used to be Jesse's karaoke song. Yeah. Because it's right in my range. I can sing it really, really fucking well. It's important, for sure. But uh, we went and I did, the last time I did it, Trump was president and I got up and I said something like, this is a fuck you to Donald Trump or something. But it was so loud in the place. This is the, I will never sing her karaoke again because of this. Um, and there was like a, a a black bachelorette party there. And they wanted me fucking dead because it was so loud in there. They thought I was like praising Donald Trump. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's not who I am. Can I, can I tell one aside that is oh, yeah, related please. about karaoke? It's my favorite story of my entire karaoke experience. I went to a karaoke place. It's actually in DC and M's Morgan. It's Korean, Korean run, and they get all their videos from Korea. And someone was singing the song uh, "Michael Jackson Man in the Mirror," and I guess the kind of concept of the so- it's a great song. And I think the concept of it is basically, at least according to the Koreans, it's about the duality of man. You know, man is both good and bad. Mm-hmm. So during the good parts of the song, and and anyone who's done karaoke know there's like a video going on in the background. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a montage. The good parts of the song, they had MLK up there and, you know, various good people. And then the bad part was just Hitler and a Nuremberg rally. Really? So yeah, yeah. So it's like video. They of, go fucking hard. There's a video of my friend singing this song with the literal Nuremberg rally behind him. And oh, Hitler's my God. Ziegler. It's incredible. God so. damn. See, that... Th- that's the reason I'll never do karaoke again. Yeah. Is now that like like five people know who I am, mm-hmm. I don't want some dipshit with their fucking cell phone out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about a viral... Vi- I-, I pray for viral videos every day on YouTube. That's not the kind of that's viral That's not the I one want. you want. And, and again, great song. <laughs> so you're rolling the dice. You know this now, but you also know... Yeah. Sweepy is now farting in the studio. Aw. Well, she loves Ian, so she's been out of control. She actually broke out of her cage for the first time ever. Yeah, she a cage. It's a slight barrier in the living room. Well, we call it her cage. I'm sorry. That does sound bad. She has like a quarter <laughs> of the house to roam around. Yeah, it sounds like she's being held hostage. Ian can... She broke free from her shackles. <laughs> okay, that's not what I meant. I think everyone knows that we love Sweepy, and we are not keeping her in a literal cage. But she broke out of it and broke found her way. Found her way yeah. up here, so she has been difficult this entire time. She loves company. She particularly loves Ian. Yes, yes. She's been adorable. She's been a delight. Yeah, but she, she has been farting. Yes. So that <laughs> that we're gonna leave everyone there, unless there are other things because we've got. As well, much time as we need. We well, could turn this into a three-hour Joe Rogan extravaganza. Well, we just want to say it's a holiday week. Thanksgiving is coming up. And that's why we have this like fun episode that is hopefully light for people. Because it's been a little heavy with the cancer mm. talk and the cancer episodes. Yeah, so, sure. you know, this is taking a little bit of a uh, lighter mood, hopefully. For we are, the Brittany listeners. and I are planning, Brittany and I are planning a... 
Thanksgiving-esque episode where we're going to talk about what we're thankful for. Maybe play some good news clips like we normally do. Yeah. It will be sans uh, audience participation. Again, because of the cancer diagnosis, there's a lot that goes into it's, producing that episode. This guy and his cancer. Shut up. <laughs> I know. Jesus. We've actually, we've had comments on YouTube like, all right, enough about the cancer. Yeah. The Fucking sh- YouTube. Shocker. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, listen. If anybody's tired of the fucking cancer, it's me, mm-hmm. fucking YouTube guy. Yeah. You don't need to tell me enough about the cancer. Yeah. You prick. Anyway, is that it? That's all. Do you unless, have anything you'd like to add? No, unless Ian has some final Brittany, thoughts. are there any thoughts or topics that you'd like to... I have one final thought. All right. Um, getting back to Twitter. Obviously, Twitter is shutting down soon. And uh, if you want to get on this podcast what you need to do is start getting into jesse and britney's dms like i did <laughs> like you need to you need to reach out to them right hey, now. hey hey what are you doing no i'm just i'm helping them what the fuck I'm are you doing them. so like for instance with jesse what he loves go into his dms tell him ideas that you hit you have for his next video oh, yeah he would love it <laughs> see you you've already any, lost the audience they already you, know i fucking hate if ideas you have guys. any criticisms about his videos let him know as well he takes them very well he's great at <laughs> For Brittany, yes. go into her DMs. Be like, hey, Brittany, are you the type who knows if she's hot or not? <laughs> it, by the way, you should wear kind of nicer, less manly jackets. These oh, are and things- smile. She oh, loves yeah, to be told yeah, to she smile. She loves to be told to smile. These are cool. These are great Well, what's things. great about this is this, this crosses genders because she gets a lot of comments from women telling her to smile and not dress like a 70-year-old lady. Yeah, great. Because yes. you know the, the stores you shop at certainly cater to the to the septuagenarians of our world. Yes, the one J Crew, a real seventy year old lady yeah. store. The comment that Ian led with though is very funny because someone did write that they're like, "Is she the kind of woman who?" doesn't know she's actually hot or I, I can't remember how they phrased it, but it, it was, was very clumsily phrased. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. And it was quite funny because I'm, I'm glad that people are like trying to get to the bottom of how I feel about myself. <laughs> what well, all is it, her confidence level so that we can break her down if that, it's too high? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That yeah. They're trying to get to the bottom of it so they can worm their way in and undermine whatever confidence you may have. Yeah. Because people suck. Do you think they're trying to do like pickup artist thing too with it? Like, is that sort of the idea? It's like they neg you enough that mm. maybe we know a former pickup artist who will remain unnamed due to legal threats and general cunty behavior. I, I'm simply nodding. Yes, I don't think that I am the pickup artist uh, target. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Listen, this show, as slapshod as it was (laughs) this time, um, does take a lot to produce. And if you are in uh, the position to do so financially, to support the work we do, to help produce what we do, maybe we'll do a better job if you become a patron on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash I doubt it podcast. We also solicit your input via voicemail and voice memo. You can call and leave a fewer than three-minute voicemail on Google Voice, 657-464-7609, as I swallow the moist nature of my inside of my mouth. And you can also email a voice memo from your smartphone to idoubtit at dollamore.com. We love you guys. We hope you have a fantastic, safe, and healthy Thanksgiving if you are celebrating And we will see you next time. For Brittany Page, Team Ian on Twitter, I am Jesse Dollimore, and this has been I Doubt.